Welcome to Smithereens. I'm your co-host, Tom Bertless. And this is Jared. And today we're talking about meth. We're on it. Today we're bringing back Colin and Rob to talk about the We Are On Meth viral campaign from South Dakota. We talk about that campaign. We talk about other viral campaigns. We talk about the implications of viral campaigns. Do's and don'ts, how brands can succeed pushing the boundaries and pushing limits. Stay tuned. This is a very serious campaign well i don't i don't even i I think like forget about so certainly this is a serious campaign but i think the reason we're talking about it is that it's an interesting campaign right it's it's catching like news and attention yeah so i i think uh so when did this come out like earlier well let's give the listeners a little little backstory what we're talking about here yeah yeah that's so we are talking about the south dakota uh i guess now it's a viral campaign of their anti-meth messaging. Yeah, like, yes. like a public health yeah. oh, an awareness campaign. Yep. So yeah. if you haven't seen it, um, one of the big uh, well, the big tag from that is meth, period. We're on it. And it shows imagery of uh, one of the images I'm looking at is a group of high school football players. Uh, another one is a picture of an older farmer. Um so yeah, I think it's gotten a lot, a lot of attention this week, rightfully so. Right. So. Yeah. It only launched uh, this. It launched Monday, right? So it's been only. It's been out for as we're as of this recording for five days, and there's been, I mean, a ton of conversation about this, and every social media channel I've seen it shared. I mean, not only by people in our industry, but just people in general that have seen this, because obviously that's a pretty jarring tagline for anything right <laughs> yeah it's the first like advertising or industry related topic that we've been reactive to or we're right. like like recording a podcast as a result of that because there's a lot of conversation in the office that everyone yeah. was like excited about like in a in a i don't mean that necessarily in a positive or negative way just like it stirred up some emotions yeah and this this is our world sure and we had thoughts on it, so the uh, the emergency pod light went up, and here we are. <laughs> we keep that light right outside the door. Yeah, like, guys, the world needs us right now. Yeah, that's right, exactly. <laughs> the streets need us. What are they? They must be clamoring for what we're going to say. <laughs> what do? You, what does Mr. Smith think about this? <laughs> so, so I th- one of the the key details of of this of this meth campaign that like sort of was a, a focal feature of a lot of the initial news coverage cycle around it. Yeah. Was that, um, so the, so it's the South Dakota, there was a Minneapolis um, agency that was contracted for the work. And it, it, it was a campaign that in order to produce it cost roughly half a million dollars. Right. Which isn't actually like a completely astronomical sum, but because the, the campaign is I'm on meth for half right. a million dollars, there was definitely like an initial sort of vitriolic response in in, in the face of that. And yeah. the government money. Yeah, yeah sure, sure. Is a, yeah, and yeah. taxpayer money. Yeah, yeah. And South Dakota as a state only has a population of, uh, I mean, just under 900,000 people. So, so yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like 60 cents per person to, yeah. like, to try to combat this. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, but with all that being said, so, uh, so Rob had kind of spoken to this point, but we've talked about it a lot this week. Because not only of a, I, I, I hate to use the word jarring as a tagline, but it is. I mean, you, you stop in your tracks when you see it. But I guess, you know, talking about that, it's it's doing its job, right? I mean, 
not only are people in presumably South Dakota talking about this, but people all over the entire country are talking about this topic now because of this campaign. Mm-hmm. So, like, as jarring as that statement is and as, uh, you know, the feedback to it, which we can kind of get into, the, the feedback's been somewhat mixed, <laughs> obviously, on this campaign. There's people who have said, like, I can't believe they're doing this. People... I mean, I've seen people tweeting about it, like making fun of it in a way of just saying like, oh my God, I can't believe someone would like, you know, make this mistake, presumably thinking that it's a mistake. While the agency has kind of defended that like, no, this is intentional. It's intentional that we use this verbiage and made it sound this way because we want to have, we want to open the door for these conversations. That's the point of the campaign. For sure. Uh, Again, back to like that initial sort of outrage cycle at first. And I I will... um, uh, call myself guilty that I sort of just read some headlines and didn't even necessarily engage with the information. And it was like, you won't believe what South Dakota spent half a million dollars on to advertise, or like, you won't believe how they screwed it up. Right. As though, Clickbait. Yeah, exactly. As though I'm on meth was an accident. Yeah, exactly. And, and it just just is not an accident. Like, yeah. that, that's the campaign is to be shocking and to like right. capture right. your attention right. like that. So. Mm-hmm. Well, the the truth of the matter is is it's an epidemic and people that are saying, I can't believe they did this, even if whether it was intent or not, it's creating headlines and it's shining light on an epidemic. And you've got companies like Johnson and Johnson who are fined, I'm reading it right here, $572 million for fueling the opioid uh, crisis. It's like, that's a problem. (laughs) We we need to like not bury things like this we need to bring them to light and that's exactly what this agency did an epidemics you know like even just the, the the idea of an epidemic sort of a public health crisis at scale like that if you're truly going to use advertising to combat something then you need to find a way to like create a similar type of scale to combat it yeah, yeah so just exactly a classic like don't do meth. It's bad for you. Campaign. Fire, right. fire, right. fire like, with fire. Yeah, fire, fire, fire. That's that's well put for sure. Yeah. 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 There's one uh, taking it from Twitter. One commenter was like, "If the slogan had been, don't do meth, it's bad for you,' no one would ever talk about this campaign. Yep. Right. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, so it's like you have to find some way to cut through the noise, whether you agree with it really or not. As a consumer, it's like it, it's doing this job because it's getting people. You know. Sure thousands of miles away to kind of talk about what they're doing and it makes you look at your own community and see, Hey, if South Dakota is having, has a crisis with this, like what's going on in our own backyard, you know? And, and I think, and truly exactly that. And like, it's so easy to like put people who do meth in this bucket of like, Ooh, people who do meth. That's, that's messed up. Like I would like, that would never right. touch my life. But like, <clears throat> All these people, like the farmer, the, the 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 grandma, whatever, like it's not that person right there doesn't do math, but the idea is that like it it, it touches everywhere. It's yeah. an illness, it's an epidemic, and it's like like addiction is a problem, and like and when it, it so, and you need to figure that out exactly. Like, yeah. And I think it, you know for that drug in particular, we had, I talked about this with with Caleb, and this is more of his point than my own, so I want to make sure he gets credit for it, but. You know, when people talk about like the opioid problems or like opiate problems or uh, heroin or or any of those things, it's done with this like kind of somber, like that is a huge issue. And that's like you can point to people and like you can you feel bad for it. But meth is traditionally like it's used as a joke. 
You know what I mean? Like people. That's people, a good point. Yeah. Like it, it's it's treated with not any level mm-hmm. of like people actually caring about it. You know what I mean? Somebody is doing something like out of their mind. It's like, oh, that dude's on meth. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. So, so to kind of <clears throat> reframe that whole conversation and be like, treat Bessel. these. <laughs> yes. I mean, treat treat these things. Sorry, I was going to get it out. <laughs> treat these things with the respect that they actually deserve. I mean, these people have the same problems as, as any other addict does. They just It's a different drug. It's a different vessel. But sure. Like, you should be able to have that conversation and respect that that, you know, that conversation needs to happen. Yeah, and why why is this one more important than this one? It's like the somebody has a disease. It's like, well, it's not cancer. It doesn't yeah. make it not a disease. <laughs> it makes exactly. it yeah. something really important. And if you're you're affected by it, then you want to implement some sort of change or like work towards a, a solution. In that case, right. it might be a cure or whatever. But you know, yeah. this is how we can manage this particular crisis. Yeah, I, I think Tom, you said something super interesting there to me. Like, treat it with the respect it deserves. And so, kind of what we're talking about here. Um, by, by creating a campaign to to develop awareness and you know you hope awareness turns into action and all this stuff sure so by treating with the respect it deserves you're developing a campaign that gets that attention yeah and I think that this I'm on meth on the surface of it there was some, again an initial reaction where right. it's like that's so irreverent that's not respectful to meth yeah. it's like I'm on meth. you're making light of it right but by capturing attention to actually get some momentum to solve the problem that's the respect the problem deserves yeah it's absolutely. like so it's a sort of weird inversion like you're being respectful by being irreverent like yeah no absolutely so, so absolutely. looking at this from a um sorry to play host here but looking at this from a, a, an advertising standpoint it, it sounds like we're all in agreement on the campaign messaging and it being shocking and fire with fire and you know you're you're not going to be able to because that agency could probably say to them and and i'm involved in you know pretty much every pitch here within our agency which is if i'm going into this i'm saying would you want to roll this out we'll just take your money roll this out and say hey let's stop this let's let's do something about it or don't do math it's bad we can right right. or we can or we can really create change if you really care about this and you're going to put your money into this and you're going to pay us for this let's do this the right way and this isn't necessarily i can't speak for that agency it's it necessarily like a way to get our name in the headlines but it's a way to get sure. your name your right. your message in the headlines and we can do that that's what right. we we do and, right and, and yeah i mean you know not not obviously we haven't dealt with with something of this uh magnitude you know what i mean or, mm-hmm. or societal importance as an agency but like um but yeah, kind of walking. We've we've all been in a room where a client wants X, right? And they say that they want X. So if we use this client, like the the you know the um, State Department of uh, of South Dakota, like walking in there and be like, we need to raise awareness for this, and like giving them the two option thing of just like, well, yeah, all right, so we could do this, but like we what you what we really think you need to do this. Is why it's cool. It's cool to see. I think maybe from our example or our standpoint, like a client actually doing the thing that you're just like, this is risky. Like this, this is the backlash you're going to get. We'll set you up for like this is how this is going to go. But if you really want to do this the right way, this is what you have to do. 
Well, I mean, I, just looking at it from a different point of view, it's like, you know, this campaign wasn't cheap. You know, I think it's almost, what, half of... Half a million. Yeah. Half a million dollars. Yeah. 450 yeah, grand. Yeah, so it's like there there was a lot of research done before, like, they pitched this this line, you know? So, like, this agency had to go out. It's like they listened to the governor. We have a We have a meth problem. We have a problem with, you know substance abuse, they had to go out and hear those stories from real people, you know? It's like hearing people who might have had addiction in the past, losing a, a family member to addiction, just seeing, like, the result of, you know, this narcotic being in, in their community. They have to sit there and, like, get those stories and hear that to be able to be like, we're not going to do things the way, like, people think we're going to do it by just saying like meth is bad. Don't do it. Right. No, we need to kind of create and evoke some type of, of an emotional response to cut through all that noise. So it's all sure. that research in the front end to be able to go back to, you know, the stakeholders and really, really be like, no, this is the path. You're going to see some resistance or, you know, obviously negative comments, but like right. it's going to cut through, you know, have that confidence. Yeah. And what I have on, my screen right here is just, it's from the LA Times and it says, experts in substance abuse say the most important story is being missed. Is the meth story, maybe in this particular case, the way I'm contextualizing it, if that story is being missed, it's not anymore. Yeah, right, <laughs> so, right, exactly. And now, now it's real story. Yeah, I mean, now. Oh, I don't understand on. what that meant. Like, like is that before this campaign launched? Or? No, it's a result of the campaign. But, but the most important story is being missed. Like what is like? It's experts in substance abuse are saying that the story of meth and it, it's the impact of this epidemic is being missed. Oh, okay. so not the the, the story. So, the story of meth is the most important story that's being missed. Is is the story that's being missed? So now, so so like the opioid epidemic is different than the meth epidemic, and yes. so the opioid Correct. epidemic is like overshadowing meth. Is that? I don't know. It doesn't yeah, say yeah. that in particular. I think they're just saying the story of meth and the, it being an epidemic isn't being missed. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My point is now it's a story. And that's sure. exactly what this campaign is trying the, to do. And, so, and the widespreadness of it, like, you, again, you, th you think of meth as this sort of thing that effed up people do. And, and, right. But, like, like maybe you do it once and then you're, you're doing meth and that's a problem, right? Like, <laughs> right, yeah. Because it can be addictive in that way. Like, yeah. Um, I, I, um, point I somewhat tangential to this like I think uh so this idea of we can well we'll take your money and we'll 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 put out the don't do methods bad campaign like we won't do that but like like so, like anybody could do that I'm saying yeah, yeah but right. it does take I think that um as as part of this story like I th all of a sudden think of like the state of South Dakota as like a dream client yeah, right. Like true, like yeah, true, exactly. The bravery as a client to say like, to, for, for, for strategically for an agency to say like, we need to cut through the noise. We need to like right. do something different. Here are some ideas. Like, and I, I I would bet every dollar I'll make for the rest of my life that like there were other ideas on the board besides I'm on math. Oh, absolutely. Right. So like right. you you have to present several things. And, and who like, knows yeah. how long that pitch was and how many ups and downs. And honestly, I mean, presumably with that much money spent on this. You know, uh, 
we're, we're only looking presumably at the start of a campaign. Yeah, right? sure. It only launched on Monday. So I think there's something to be said to see how this evolves over time too and what other parts kind of get tacked onto it as it evolves. Yeah, and like this, and this right now it's an awareness campaign and how that trickles down into conversions, which is something that we, in like more of our day-to-day, we think sure. about through the, this idea of awareness and conversions. But so yeah. the, the, and even just thinking through this project and like, so the agency, who are they talking to? Who is their team? At some point, the fucking governor of South Dakota had to sign off on this. Like, straight up the governor of the state. And she's got to quote, um, she, which is cool, by the way, too. um, The mission of the campaign is to raise awareness, to get people talking about how they can be a part of the solution and not just the problem. It is working. So, like, that is, uh, that was a client that had bravery that continues to recognize the, the you know the, the the key performance indicator being awareness and like right. it is impossible to deny the attention that you're getting and the right. and, and oh, attention is a proxy for awareness and like what actually happens with that to still to be determined because be like yeah. I will say that even for myself it has and I'm not in South Dakota so I'm not necessarily the target audience but like I'm a human being in America where math is a problem probably everywhere and I think I understand that better than I did before and I think. I hadn't really thought of it. And now, like, because of this, I'm like, oh, Same. shit, that's a thing. Like, yeah, yeah I, I think what's interesting is from a take a line from you from a previous podcast. I just remembered sparked my thinking. We were talking about bad ads. And I said a bad ad is one that doesn't work. And you said it's one that actively offends. Right. And so uh, and a great ad is one that works. Right. Yeah. And this is like actively offending. In a positive way if that makes sense i think it's, it's actively a, in, provoking it's a, yeah it's intentionally yeah, yeah, it's, a way it's that, intentionally yeah. provoking action sure and interest right. in and action, and yeah. it's working which is like crazy sure. it's like the, it's like both ends of the spectrum but like if you could take a bad thing and make it a great thing that's exactly what this is sure right yeah. right yeah I th- from like an advertising perspective like for, for I, and i don't have the name of the agency in front of me and i probably should um Braum the uh something yeah, but uh, kudos, ten out of ten. Yeah. Like, yeah. like, true, like you, you, you nailed it. <laughs> Absolutely. Like, you're, you're, like you guys did your job completely. And like to your point, Rob, I, I, I have to think that they don't, they don't start this project with like, who this is going to get us a bunch of press. The goal is to get your client a bunch of press, and if you succeed at that goal, you're probably going to get yourself a bunch of press too. Like, I don't remember their yeah. name though. So put out good work. Yeah. Good work finds you. Like, you, like we tried put good work out in the world, and yeah. like hope it comes back to us. Sure. Because yeah, absolutely. Like that's you know a little bit of us in there or whatever. Right? Yeah. So, do you think that like creating lines and creating campaigns where you're kind of pushing the boundaries a little bit. Do you think that's a, like an agency decision um, from jump? Like our agency and our, and our mission is always going to find a way to kind of push, you know, the boundaries. Do you think it's decided by each agency? Like there's some agencies who just want to play safe and like do things that have, you know, maybe some iteration of what's been done before. And yeah. know, some people, some agencies look to kind of, you know, offend or push, I would say. I mean, I think so when you're like, when you go to an agency, like if you work with us, you work with anyone, like, and you're going to have different goals, but for like a campaign, one major thing you really want to see is creativity. And I think that there's like an undeniable correlation between creativity and fearlessness. 
Like, if you are truly going to be creative, you have to be willing to pursue ideas to ends that, like, might be uncomfortable. Yeah, and like you, and, and see what fruit is born from that. And I think this is a great example of that. So I would imagine the ethos of that agency is probably quite creative. Yeah, and you also just need to be responsible. So, like, when they roll this out, like, they had to have in their back pocket, I know they posted things on Instagram or something like that, defending them being a part of this campaign and why like they knew that they knew what they were doing and they knew that they have a very sound reasoning for why why they were doing it they didn't just like make that up after the fact yeah like it was all thought about yeah absolutely yeah and i guess to to kind of pivot here to talking about when maybe this doesn't work (laughs) so much so i I don't know uh how much you guys were able to look into this i I passed along a few articles for us to kind of look at awesome (laughs) um so to kind of stay in this realm of you know there's a lot of ads i'm sure that we've all seen and anyone who's listening have heard or seen that are bad ads right just like too cheesy too dumb just a bad advertisement right but the one that i think is the most interesting that's kind of you know Related to this only by that it was trying to be done as like a societal good, we'll say, is the Unhate campaign. Are you guys aware of this at all? Of uh, the Unhate yeah, campaign? Give, well, let's give context to sure. the, the listener because sure. I, I know it sure. all for sure. But <laughs> you know the Benetton group. <laughs> I just read it. <laughs> so the Unhate campaign seemingly uh, provided. I don't have a ton of context here, but it, but it essentially was was done in a way of trying to kind of unite people and bring opposites together. We'll say right. So people from different countries, people of different religions, people of different uh, affiliations in life, kind of trying to unify them and bring them together. Mm-hmm. How the agency, uh, I believe Bennington Group. I don't know if that's the agency or the people who paid for the advertisement, but uh, um, yeah. But anyway. Um, decided to do this was Photoshop pictures of various world leaders uh, kissing each other. It's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, kissing is near and dear to Mr. Smith's heart. For sure. so, <laughs> and no. Colin's heart in particular. <laughs> um, so yeah, so <laughs> did not get as uh, warm of a welcome uh, or or uh, warm response actually was uh, vehemently the posters that were placed were torn down. Uh, world leaders who were photoshopped and obviously did not agree to this demanded that they be taken down because yeah, it's a big problem. Because <laughs> yeah. uh, there's like one of Obama. I don't know who Obama's kissing, but Obama's kissing somebody. Obama's kissing a few people actually. In, Pope in Benedict that, is kissing someone. Yeah, so a lot of things that just—it's pretty awesome. Yeah. So, so like as a thought exercise, sure. Is I'm on meth a better campaign than than no hate with kissing? I think. Uh, What do you mean? uh, It so right now people like it, and so it did well by its by the by the measure of it, and this people didn't like it and it caused a problem. But as as a from a point of creation. And fearlessly following an idea to an endpoint to like try to create a stir, I think they're both equally inventive. Agreed. But back to my point, res- being responsible versus being irresponsible. Like sure, yeah. You know, you, if you, you can you can be great at selling, pitching ideas, 
and the idea can be creative, but how is yeah, that going to... Yeah, I definitely to, won't knock them for creativity. Yeah, how is that going to move the needle for your client and affect positive change? In, in this particular case, I mean, I can't, I can't speak to how effective it was. I'm not sure even the article that you had sent, like if this was, if, if they even say that, but it's, it's shocking. And if it, if, it's, if it didn't achieve the objective of the campaign to, 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 quite frankly, move the needle in a very capitalistic sort of way, then it failed. And it's not as good of a campaign, probably, right? Right. Like it's, right. I mean, right. Yeah, you know, I think, obviously, there's so many metrics that you can kind of, I guess, evaluate these by, right? And then there's metrics that you can't. Creativity and, like, you know what I mean? Like, whatever yeah. the, like you said, the inventiveness yeah. of a campaign like is definitely there. The creativity is definitely there. I'm not, I can't knock it for that. However, things like the Vatican... Uh, you know, condemning all of the posters or like all these world leaders saying yeah. like, please do not hang these. But I, I, like, I truly, I actually, I actually think that's in, in terms of like being provocative, like it missed and like it didn't win. But like, if we put that out, if as an agency, like kind of what you're talking about, like if our agency put that out, yeah, I would be proud of it. And I'm like, I, I wouldn't necessarily take, the end result of whether or not I'm proud of what we put out. I'm prouder if it does its job and, and hits, sure. but like sometimes you take a chance. Like, yeah. I'm on meth is a chance taken that seems to be hitting right yeah, now. Yeah. And like, I, I yeah. shouldn't, I should kind of like clarify with all this, like, you know, th these are controversial ads. I, I can't say one way or the other that they weren't successful. This ad right, apparently right, right. did win the, uh, the can ad festival award, the unhate one. So it was successful in terms of, yeah, in, in terms of creativity of for yeah. sure. But, you know, to bring up other controversial ads that maybe in light of this seem uh, iffy. <laughs> sure. <laughs> right. I mean. But I guess right. like what I, I think subject matter has to play a part in what we think is controversial or not. Like, you know, like I'm a math is controversial just because of like it affects real people, you know, and like real people are struggling from addiction and substance abuse. For so sure. I think that like putting that spin on it, it rubbed people the wrong way, but everyone hopefully is in agreement that it is a huge problem and needs to be kind of combated. Now, when I look at like, even, even when I see ads or articles or commercials, whatever the media is, when like, it just overly like, like sexy, like racy and sexy. I just, it's like trying to like push, push for, you know, it's like pushing something with like no no satisfaction or gratification. I feel like it's like, just because. Just because, right? Yeah. Right. So like when I think that like you know even with this no hate ad, I think it could have been done better by finding at least you know people who wanted to be openly in part of that yeah ad campaign. Like right. if if they found like you know two I would say like two celebrities or two figures who want to be a part of that and really kind of build that campaign around, around, I guess, models who want to participate. I think right. it would have it went over better in my opinion. I guess. Yeah. I, I agree with that. Yeah. I, so to, the way we look at this, like was the campaign successful versus is it creative or is it both of those things? Sure. And like, I think he, like this Bloomingdale's one, on the, the Mashable link that you sent. Yeah. Like condoning date rape, spike your best friend's eggnog when they're not looking. And it's like this guy leering at a girl 
Yeah. It's just, that's not even it's, creative. Yeah, it's not. Like, it's, it's also, not, yeah, it's, like yeah. that, it's like, that's not that clever yeah. at all. It's, it's actively offensive. Right. I mean, yeah, th- there's so many, I mean, if you, if you look up any list for things that are controversial or text mark or bad, textbook bad, um, the Pepsi ad from a few years ago mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. with, uh, with, who's it? Kendall Jenner. Yeah. That kind of like belittles the, uh, what is it? The Black Lives Matter movement mm-hmm. pretty much. Like that's like, yeah. Yeah. And you know, and not, not to, to, and once again, to a point that Caleb had made previously, not to compare those things. There's a campaign that is fighting meth in South Dakota. It's not on the same playing level mm-hmm. as like, Pepsi, you know what I mean. One is significantly more important to the world than the other one is, but but still talking right. about how you know uh, there's people so do many, love their Pepsi. People do love their Pepsi. <laughs> yes, not as much as they love their Coke. Mm. I think Western New York is one of the big. I think it, Pepsi over Coke in Western New York. I heard that's true. What yeah. is which that? Is, which which is unbelievable. At least it used to be that way. And that like, and make- Coke is like, you know, every community. There's, there's only like a few pockets where like Pepsi wins out. Well, Coke is in every community, so is meth. Yeah. It's kind of a joke, but kind of salient I here, I think. Like, I yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm just not sure if I should laugh Gabby, yeah. I got about, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, fair. Gabby, I got like 10 edit points. So <laughs> that one I actually feel maybe isn't an edit. I think that's a, that's a good point. So but, I, have yeah. a, I have a question. Another one. Another one. By DJ Khaled. Um, so, 11. <laughs> That's good. Leave that in there. My, I guess my question is, what can a what can a company do, or what can an agency do to ensure that if they are trying to push the boundaries on whatever message they're trying to get out there, what can they do to protect themselves um, when that goes live? Be prepared for the possibility that it might not hit. I think if you're really going to take a shot, if you're really going to like sign off on something that like has the potential for virality because it does have it rides that edge, it might go bad on you. Yeah, and that's just that's that's I think a risk you take. Like, I'd have yeah. to imagine like all yeah. stakeholders have to know that. And I think too, you know, I, it's very it's good that we have uh, like I don't know a fairly diverse group of people here because I feel like that helps us explore every angle of every word that we use in a thing that we give to a client. You know what I mean? Like we think it through, we think it through with people that don't even write for, like at Mr. Smith, like copywriting. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, true. And I think that that's a good thing and a good way that we try to avoid some of these things that are just like that, like the, the articles that I am looking at of like Nivea uh, ran an ad that said white is purity, which is like, just like, how did that get through yeah. so many levels of like management? Yeah. And that, that kind of goes yeah, to how much point. are they spending on that? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like, like no one stopped and thought like, Hey, this could be taken the worst possible way. <laughs> what if we paired white is purity with black is bad? <laughs> like, yeah, just yeah. like make it even. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. And, and I guess like, that's my point is like my, my idea is that if you're going to, do any kind of like uh, ad campaigns where, you know, uh, just on, off the top of my head is like, has to deal with like religion, sex, race, anything like that. You All should that have the biggies. <laughs> you, yeah. You should yeah. have like a representative from that demographic, like whether it be through like testing, whether it be in the room, like concepting, like you, it shouldn't be, for example, it shouldn't be like, six old white guys talking about like, you know, you know, race relations and how like we can overcome that because I feel like you miss, 
you're missing the, the you're topic missing there, the you know? Like, you need to go out there and do the research. Yeah. And, you know, and companies have to know um, that they have to put some of that budget aside for that preliminary preliminary testing, you know? like To, to me, it's, it's almost amazing that this day and age, anything can be rolled out, especially with these giant budgets that we're seeing and, like, some of these bad, like, sure. Pepsi, right? Like, how could you miss that bad when strategy is being preached by pretty much every agency and testing and you know user experience user centered you know all right. this, uh, these buzzwords just continue and everyone's billing for strategy up front before you enter any engagement and put pen to paper on on anything sure. to make sure it's completely vetted so that when you roll this out you're not wondering if it's right. going to resonate. Yeah. You're, it's, it's, it's going to work. It's been tested. And it, like, it doesn't, it's not a guarantee that it's going to work this well, this well, this well. But we know it, the needle will move in the right direction. Right. I mean, you might have, I, th- I think creativity is a game of like gut reactions. What if instead of saying meth is bad, don't do it, we did an I'm on meth. That's an idea, right? It's right. a gut reaction. Maybe that will cut through. Right. The, the the due diligence of an agency of someone who's going to roll this thing out as a campaign at scale is research. It is market right. testing. It is all that stuff. Right. Yeah. That takes it out of the realm of gut reaction. So that even if it does fail, to your point, you can at least say like, look, there there was data here that like said we had a exactly. chance to really make a difference. Yeah, like, exactly. And it just didn't work. You weren't like, just yeah. making a, a blind decision yeah. to do something. You know what I mean? And, and I would, once again, speaking back to like what we do here... You know, I think any route that we're looking to take with a client, we think of all the potential out. Like, we really try to think through how this is going to look, not just immediately, but down the line, Mm -hmm. and try to phase things out. Think of how those are going to be, you know, what what the goal is there, how it can be perceived, how it can be perceived by a variety of different people, you know, and really try to think through all those possibilities. I mean, you can't plan for everything, but you should try. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, any possible outcome, you know, consider it doesn't mean you can't you can avoid every single one right but yeah right the the under armor one is interesting like the iwo jima yeah, yeah thing yeah. with the basketball hoop like like that's one that it, it's creative like you know it, it's yeah. it's a little bit like uh the it's, it's intentionally derivative obviously but like right. it's it, the idea is there but there's a whole country <laughs> that is being, yeah. that I mean, maybe potentially even two that are being, I, well, regardless, I, it's, yeah. it's just, there's a lot well, there. I, and I, I don't know. I don't have every angle of it figured out. I'm like, sure. kind of looking at it. I'm like, Oh, it's kind of a cool idea. And then I'm it like, Oh like, wait, yeah, that is offensive. It's like, a cool design. Yeah. yeah for it's sure. Just, it's, and I think, yeah, it's, it's a little it's, risky. It's, I just, it's risky. I don't really want to talk on it because I don't, I can't, I don't know en- enough about it or sure. have pride one way or the other right. in this. So, like, I don't have a, I, I like, do understand how that can be offensive, yeah. though. Well, I do think yeah. it's, it, it's a little harder for companies who sell products to kind of like, to not come off offensive when oh, they try sure. to do something like this. Like, it's, e- in my opinion, it's easier. F- it's easier to push a little bit if you're doing it behind like a cause, like yeah. whether you're, you know, whether because it be it's, it's obesity, whether it be like some of that, but like if Under Armour did something where they, you know, 
they they did something with image or they did something with saying they're going to get a lot more shit because they're just in people's mind they're just trying to sell a product you know P- pushing the needle to sell a product versus pushing the needle to make a difference yeah like right. yeah. yeah that's that's a super super good point yeah right so i mean like you look at you know even the gucci stuff and then you know things that happened this year um in the past even with like h&m these type of things they like they're they're trying to do oh, things H&M to like so separate themselves but they get caught because you know they do something stupid they pull it but people just like oh they're just trying to sell a product or trying to do something it just right. makes it so much harder to cut through that noise oh absolutely absolutely yeah, um the h&m one was unbelievable yeah, what, you, what, you can't do that what what was h&m one I mean, the one was like the the, like the, the black child uh, and the monkey thing. And then Gucci had like the black face sweater oh, thing yeah. okay. this year. I do remember that. Like a turtleneck that like yeah, comes up over your up, mouth with yeah. like sort of traditional minstrel. Yep. Like, yeah. Like, yeah. Um, and then uh, there was a couple other ones over the years. It's just like, oh, why? Wait, remember the one we... You have a minority we, in a room. I mean, you're, you're going to... A lot of these things won't won't get... Uh, like not not fam. I appreciate you. I don't really consider myself a minority, yeah. but we <laughs> twelve cuts. <laughs> that was a good one. I like that one. The, um, the, the, we shared this in the general channel. I think at least you and I definitely talked about it. But there's a um, fashion brand. It's like a runway based brand, and they're like they're streetwear. And I th- remember they did the whole line of like all the schools that got had school shootings and they like yeah, yeah, took yeah, yeah, school yeah. shirts and like or whatever like they put like t-shirts holes and, and they made them like like yeah. distressed but they were distressed with like bullet holes and stuff and oh it's unbelievable honestly not that different than the original topic of this this discussion which is like shocking right offensive but like what are we gonna do about it right <laughs> like, yeah yeah you know, I, that's a, that seems a little bit, I, I don't know what they're. That was they're, hard. They're, that was hard for me to like really get, yeah, get I, behind. I like, yeah, it was hard. Yeah, it was hard. Yeah. But like, I don't know if they had intention to like affect change like, governmentally or whatever. I mean, I'm sure they wanted it to, them all to get a whiff of it. And like, what are we going to do about sure, this? But sure. at the same time, they're also, but oh, those t-shirts probably cost 300 bucks. Right. Right. Just like, ugh, I don't know. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. To Jared's point, like when, when selling products come involved and a company wants to look like they care, I think everybody, I don't know, you're remotely savvy enough to be like, all right, do you actually care? Are you just trying to like. Is it a money grab? Yeah. Yeah. Right. Is it convenient? Right. Yeah. It's tough. It's tough. I mean, you see a lot of, you know, companies jumping on trends and topics and sure and waves just to kind of you know be considered to buy their product or you know x yeah. service and it's sometimes it's you know it's it's sick it's like trash but i mean that you know that's capitalism you know you try to like just get up by any way that you can i guess you know that's true sometimes you're gonna offend somebody that is true. Sometimes you don't. Yeah. And that's, yeah. <laughs> you go. So, I, so I, like, ultimately, you know, just kind of a moment in time here. Uh, uh, just one sort of point that is near and dear to, to my heart uh, with all of this is in the industry that we're in, like a lot of industries, I suppose, I think there's some um, belief 
you know, at scale that like the best work, the only work that matters, the work that is captivating and innovative and all that comes out of, you know, New York, LA, London, Chicago, like, you know, major cities, major cities. And like, but so to me, it's cool as hell that like a Minneapolis shop is the one that drove this bus and right. quite, and I, and if I was South Dakota, I'd be like, hell yeah, so I'm, I'm, I'm getting some shine here. Like, yeah, you know, how often do you go about in your life and, and you have a thought about South Dakota? I don't know. When I start naming the states, which I do daily, I start with South Dakota to go down the list. Rob, actually, as soon as we all come in the office, he asks all of us to name all yeah. the states. Go. <laughs> I'll time you. But, but, and if we can't, he docks our pay for the day. The tough stuff for Continental or. <laughs> For anybody looking to to work at Mr. Smith, if you like, uh, get your states right. Get your states right. <laughs> yeah, for sure. You know where to start. <laughs> Does can anybody name the capital of South Dakota? No. Bismarck. Mm. Wow, great. B- Bismarcky. Please, uh, um, nobody, nobody fact check that. <laughs> I think I'm right, but I'm not 100. So, well, as the resident South Dakota fan, that is true. But, I would you know. know. But 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 good work can happen on any campaign can happen anywhere, um, you know. Like it's just it's all about you know client and agency aligning on goals and being willing to take chances together, and then you know some amount of alchemy and just things breaking the right way for you. So that's I, true. This is, that's this true. is a cool example. Of and and think- they have a city called Buffalo, South Dakota. Oh, Bismarck's not the capital. Pierre. Oh, of course. Oh. I definitely knew that. Pierre, yeah. South Duh. Dakota. Duh. Is that Man. where the Buffalo roam is South Dakota? Is Bismarck in South Dakota? <laughs> is it? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> the Man, best, I really hope it's... Just the best. Yeah. If if you're not watching the video of this, the confidence <laughs> on Colin's face oh. as he asks the room, does anyone know what the capital of South Dakota is? It's in North it's, Dakota. Oh, oh, yeah, oh. That's, the right it's in North Dakota. Is it the capital of North Dakota? It's it, ah yeah, okay yeah. come on that's close classic yeah. wrong Dakota I give that I give that <laughs> I get him confused classic all the time. case yeah. <laughs> all right I think we can end it on South Dakota North Dakota trivia mm. thank you guys for talking about this next uh, week with us it's North Korea South Korea trivia oh um, all right <laughs> no thank you <laughs> no it will not thank you thanks very much guys you're All right, thank you guys so much for listening to the episode. We really hope you enjoy it and uh, stick around and come back for the next one. Yeah, really, really appreciate everyone kind of giving us our time on this platform. Please stay up to date with us. Follow us on Instagram at Mr. Smith Agency. Check out all of our work there. Also, visit our website, mrsmith.agency. Thanks, guys. Take care.